So like so you said like you said it got worse before it's gonna get better. But one thing you also said was that grace, like it didn't look it may what God was saying, it may not look like I'm giving you grace, but I am. And I feel like a lot of the times we're like, okay, God, like God gave us a promise and we're even though like the promises at the end, it doesn't look like where we're at, like what we thought it was going to look like. And we go through journeys and we go through twists and turns and bumps in the road to get to like where we are now until h- hindsight we see um, like, okay, I see God where you were, where you were doing God. But back then it's like, okay, God, like where were you at? So as someone who had everything taken, right. How do you, cause I, I struggle with this a lot. Like how do you navigate like when good things finally start happening to you? Cause I know for me, I, I remember I had a season where every, literally everything was taken. I was like literally stripped from like, that's how this vlog and everything, YouTube, everything even came about. Like, that's my entire story. Like God broke me. And then I was like, okay, God, what do I do now? And I spent a whole summer um, just to myself. Mostly I really didn't communicate with even like my friends. Now I really didn't communicate with anybody. And I feel like, but now that like when good things start happening, I'm like, okay, all right. Like, I don't, I don't, I feel like not guilty, but almost like, are they, are these things supposed to be happening? Cause for so long, I felt like not that good things weren't happening, but I was being tested over and over and over and over and over again. So like when you're finally at the point where you're like, okay, God, now you can just walk in God, like with God to having to worry about a test. Like, I feel like it's this wrong. So how do you, or if you've ever dealt with that, like how do you deal with when good things start happening to you? Um, and I will, I will tell you this. It's not about when good things start happening to us mm-hmm. because good things are going to happen. Bad things are going to happen. Yeah. That's just how life flows. Yeah. We can't cling to those good things because we get stuck, yeah. right? These things move, right? Yeah. So woe to the children, right? That hold on to the things that are not consistent, yeah. right? That's why we have to ground ourselves in God's word because the good things, we can be happy. There's a time to laugh. There's a time to cry. There's a time yeah. to enjoy Rejoice in the good things, but don't hold on to those. Mm-hmm. Hold on to the goodness of the Lord, yeah. to the joy of the Lord, because the joy of the Lord is our strength, right? Yeah. And joy is that thing that it, we hold on to regardless of the good and the bad that comes. Yeah. So good things and bad things are like moving trains. Mm. You're going to be, it's going to go by you. And if you hold on to it, you're going to get snatched up by it. Yeah. You don't want that. You want to completely, you want to be constantly moving forward and how we move forward. Is holding on to the joy of the Lord and recognizing that, like, He does have good things for us. Yeah. And walking with Him, it's like, it's a journey. Yeah. There's going to be bad things. There's going to be yeah. joyous moments and there's going to be moments of grief. Yeah. But it's all part of the journey. It's all part of the purpose. It's all part of the process and being refined. Right. Yeah. And just living like Jesus. Like the goal is to be like Christ. Yeah. The good things start to be like, first of all, the good things start to change. Like your perception, good and bad is based on our perception, right? Yeah. So, like, Mm -hmm. good things used to be for me, like, oh, I got a check today. Yeah. Good things for me now are like, wow, I got to have this conversation about Jesus with this random man. Wow. You know? Yeah. And he starts to change your heart for what yeah. is good to the things that he delights in. Mm-hmm. He loves exactly. to see his children sharing with his children yeah. about who he is, you know, yeah. and sharing his good news. Yeah. So these things start to shift. And even in that, I can't hold on to that moment. Yeah. I, I can be happy that that happened and just pray to God, use me in that same way. 
again and again and again. And he mm. does not exactly the same way. In some of the most unexpected ways, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but holding on to the joy of the Lord, like that is that is how we must walk. Yeah. Because the more we walk for him, I'm gonna be honest. The 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 harder the waves try to crash up against us. Yeah. To push us down. Because the enemy does not like what he's seeing. Yeah. The gag is the victory is already there. Like the victory is already the Lord. Exactly. <laughs> it's already the Lord. Exactly. And just standing strong in that, like, man, um that in church today we were talking about anointing and um he's there was a scripture and I really can't remember it, but I definitely wrote it down so I know I got it. It was about <laughs> like flies and your anointing oil. He was like, is y'all oil? He's like, all these scriptures want to talk about a time when they did this and the Lord anointed yeah. them. He said, like, I want to know about the now. What's the fresh yeah. anointing right now? Yeah. You, need to keep, you should be like, the anointing needs to be fresh always. And yeah. something he said that really stood out to me, he was like, there's, um, there are Christians with flies in their oil. That's it. <laughs> starting oil that's <laughs> gross but then when he said um when he said that he said uh the dead flies the the flies in your oil so understand satan's name is beelzebub which means lord of the flies oh wow you are allowing dead things to remain in your life yeah if you have flies in your oil. Mm, that's so good. These are people who are doing the opposite of healing. They're doing the opposite of creating unity. They're doing the opposite of creating peace. They're doing the opposite of having patience and being kind to others. Yeah. And so, of course, we're supposed to resist adversary. And even, you know, ungodly people who don't, you know, um, have the compass of the Lord. Mm -hmm. um, they contaminate our oil, but he said, let me tell you about the family of flies. Um, and the first thing he spoke of was a butterfly. He said, a butterfly is beautiful, but it's still a fly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he talked about Samson um, and how he was an anointed man. Yeah. But he laid his head on Delilah's lap. Yep. And it, and it yeah. was his weakness. That yeah. was the weakness that, that took, that snatched from him. Yeah. You know, some of the promises of the Lord. He says the the butterflies are one of the, the, the if you have butterflies in your oil, you're one of those people where uh what a common phrase that you'll hear is wow, what a powerful man or woman of God. You look yeah. good on the outside, but your inside is weak. Wow. And I said, Whoa, I felt that. <laughs> I'd also been getting visions about butterflies recently. Yeah. And, and I was like, you know what? My flesh is definitely been weak lately yeah and lord i, I need a fresh anointing yeah. i need a fresh anointing and i know the discipline that comes with that and i haven't been doing it and i've just been like god how can i reframe my perspective to push mm -hmm. out the, the 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 schemes of the enemy's writing stating that you know like that there's drudgery with do with sitting at your feet like why is there why is there anxiousness with sitting at your feet i realized there's shame there's shame there mm -hmm. so i had to push i had to 
asking forgiveness and I had to rebuke it because shame is not my portion. Yeah. When the Lord forgives us, we are forgiven and so we should yeah. not dwell on that. You don't, when you at dinner with your dad or your mom and they pay for the bill um, and the tip, you don't go back and give the waiter more money, do you? Oh, no, no. Okay, then, so <laughs> why would you, why would you dwell on, on the cost? Yeah, when yeah. you've already paid yeah. it. Yeah. Wow. All right, listen. <laughs> that is amazing. See, I never even thought of it like that, though. Like, that is so, that's so true. Like, we never go back, like, in the natural and, like, overpay what's already been paid for us. If you get a new car, you're going to go back and be like, actually, I'll give you this much for, to put more, like, you don't do that. You take the gifts and you don't do that. But I feel like with God, like, he's already paid for everything that, or Jesus already paid for everything that we've done. But, um, that's what I thought. But we go back and we're still trying to sit at the feet of shame. It's just like, it's already been paid for. Why are you still, you're trying, we're trying to pay for it at that moment. And that is so true. You even, like, sit there and really, like, think about that. Something I didn't realize I still held on to. So when we're asking yeah. for forgiveness, I was I would still dwell on it. Like, why do I have to repeat the same the same act, like the same question? God, can you forgive me for this? And I'm talking about the same yeah. thing four or five times in my prayer since He heard you the first time. Yeah, it's now about your faith of knowing that the God that you serve forgives you. Yeah, you're yeah, free. Exactly. You're exactly. Free. Yeah. So like, even when talking to you, like everything, every other word is like a scripture is like, you can tell that you've really been like in your word and that you know it. And that whenever you need to talk to someone about God, like you have, you have scriptures that come naturally, you know, where they're found and you like, know, like, or at least can paraphrase like what they say. So what is your advice to someone who like is trying to build that habit of trying or trying to know scripture? And also how has that benefited you? Like you being able to have the word hidden in your heart, like how has it benefited you in your journey? <laughs> okay. So for anybody trying to learn scripture, to share scripture with other people, change your heart. Now. Change your heart posture. You should not want to learn scripture to share with other people. You should want to learn scripture to know it for yourself. Yeah. Right? So it is a, a matter of you getting into your word daily, right? And allowing the Lord to really speak to you. You want to hear the voice of God? You mm. open up your Bible. Yeah. You open up, like, we have to stop treating the Bible like it's just pages, words on a page. Yeah. And treat it like it is literally this is what God wrote. To, this is a love letter to you. Yeah. This is a letter of order. This is a letter of uh, encouragement, a letter of empowering. This is a letter of direction. Yeah. We have to start looking at God's word like it is God speaking to us in word form. Praise Jesus yeah. for something that is written because yeah. I don't like to write everything down. Um, <laughs> you know, sometimes we hear something go in one ear and out the other. The other. With the word, it's always there. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. going to be there yesterday, today, and tomorrow, forevermore. Exactly. He's the same. <laughs> he never changes. Yeah. So I will say, if you want, like, trials and tribulations, you'll learn scripture because when you start to recognize um, you're going through something, and the only thing that you can lean on is God. Yeah. You start to remember, like you will write it down, put it above your bed at night. You will put it right yeah. under your pillow, so that way, when you yeah. sit through the night, you find it. Find scripture everywhere you go, because then you find it and you read it, right? And you're like, Lord, how is this going to apply to me today? Yeah. You know, or if you're going through something, He'll show you something. He'll show you a word, and He'll allow you to, you allow it to work in you. Like, like that's what I mean by having it 
heart knowledge. Mm-hmm. It becomes a part of you. So when you start speaking, you don't even realize that you're reciting words. You just yeah. recite the truth because it's yeah. your truth. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And so staying in your word, but don't learn to share with others. Learn to be refined. Yeah. So that way when you learn to refine and apply application. Yeah. That's yeah. the most application. You want to live this word because yeah. it becomes a part of you. The goal is to be like Christ. Yeah. And so the only way to be like Christ is to know how Christ was like. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And, and understanding that, you, it's your daily bread. Yeah. It's your daily bread. Yeah. No one's telling you to read a chapter a day. Everyone has their own lifestyles and how they move. Reading, let it, let the, like, when you start your day, ask God, what is my daily bread? Yeah. What is my daily bread today, Lord? Yeah. The, the word says, man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Yes. You see what I'm talking about, guys? He knows it. <laughs> it is all it. You, but you can tell you've been with the Lord, though, because, like, but it flows naturally. I think that's, like, it's not forth. It's, like, it flows naturally. As it naturally. should, though. Because in your As heart. It yeah. it's, it's a heart thing. But it's the Holy Spirit, though. Like, I'm going to yeah. be honest. It's the Holy Spirit. He knows more than I do. Yeah. And that's how I tell you. I used to open my mouth, and I don't know what used to come out. I'm going to be honest with yeah. you. And before looking for the Lord, I still open up my mouth, and I don't know what's coming out of it. So this time... <laughs> It's the Lord being able to speak to me, right? Yeah. Because that was something that that was always in me, but I needed to fill it with the right things. Yeah. And so that's why I have to be very careful about what I watch. I have to be very careful about what I listen to. Music, TV shows, um, certain environments, you have to yeah. be careful because your ear gates and your eye gates, that's the way into you. Yeah. If you don't protect your ear gates and eye gates, then you let in information that is not always true. Yeah. Be very careful about it. So that way, when you speak, when you vocalize things, when you do yeah. things, the source that you're pulling from is not from the ways of the world. It's not from yes. the, sh- the songs of the world and the shows yeah. of the world. It's from the songs and the shows of the word. Yeah. Exactly. You know? And even like coming into, I did a 14-week fast beginning of this year. Phenomenal. I recommend it to everybody. Like a fast, like like from food or from like social media? From food? Food and social media. Okay. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I can never get, for some reason, I, like getting, I think the longest I tried, I did the Daniel fast when I was like a sophomore in college. So I was still living on campus. Yeah, I was still living on campus. Maybe a freshman. Either way, I was still living on campus. You know, campus was very limited. So I did the Daniel fast. I think I did it for two full weeks. I think the third week I was like, I can't. I was literally, I, I could not, but, but for, I feel like that's a good thing though, because I feel like for me, for food fast, I can never focus on God. I'm always focused on what am I going to eat next? I used to sit at work and be like, okay, so I'm this close to the standing hall, but I can't eat anything from here. Cause I can't eat anything. Like, I can't eat anything from this fast. So I'd have to like walk across campus, but I was always thinking about when is my next, where's my next meal coming from? I don't yeah. remember getting closer to God in that moment. I was more like, what am I going to eat? Because I'm starving and I'm weak and I'm tired. So doing nice. a food fast and that being really 14 weeks being really effective for you. How, like, how was that? Cause I know for me, I'm just like, what am I going to eat? Am I losing weight? Am I getting skinny? Can I like, I'm seeing my friends eat food. I'm like, okay, I'd rather just sit in my room and not even like, look at you guys eat Cordoba when I can't eat anything from the menu. So how, like, how do you do that? I'm going to be honest with you. It is a matter of your heart posture for this. 
because when it comes to if you're doing the fast to lose weight you're not fasting for jesus yeah <laughs> if you're doing the fast for anything other than gaining a closer relationship with christ yeah. you are not fostering well and no shade to anybody but i'm just being honest that's what it's going to take for you to dig deeper you have to you have to stop perceiving it as um you know what is my next meal come from to again man shall not live on bread alone but by everywhere that comes from the mouth of god yeah. you are hungry eat from his word yeah yeah focus set your sights on the things above set yeah. your heart on the things above on heavenly things think about the positive things it, it, it becomes a place where you can learn to train yourself but yeah. it's not really you train yourself it's you train yourself with the word yeah and but also it was a corporate fast so you're doing it with with the with community people right yeah. so you have people yeah. who can hold you accountable and yeah. you have people who can wake up early in the morning with you and pray with yeah. you to start your day yeah. to remind yourself you have, like every day i had to remind myself of matthew 6 and isaiah 58 isaiah 58 talks about what a real fast is to do you need to remind yourself read you isaiah 58 because that's really what yeah. isaiah 58 and matthew 6 those were continuous reminders of why i'm fasting and it was empowering and it just kept you going so um it says i'm sorry at six it says is this not the fast that i chose to release the bonds of wickedness to undo the ropes of the yoke and to let the oppressed go free and break every yoke is it not to break your bread with the hungry and bring the homeless poor into the house when you see the naked to cover them and not to hide yourself from your own flesh then your light will break out like the dawn and your recovery will spring up quickly and your righteousness will go before you. The glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help and he will say, here I am. If you remove the yoke from your midst, the pointing of the finger and speaking of wickedness, and if you offer yourself to the hungry and satisfy the need of the afflicted, then your light will rise in the darkness and your gloom will become like the midday. And the Lord will continually guide you and satisfy your desire in scorched places and give strength to your bones. And you will be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. Those from among you will rebuild the ancient ruins. You will raise up the age-old foundation and you will be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of the streets in which we dwell. Wow. You read that every single day, yeah, you'll be reminded why I'm here. Why yeah. I'm here to heal people. I'm here to build, rebuild the streets of yeah. my family, of my bloodline, of my generation. This fast is so much bigger than just me giving up food. It is me starving my flesh to mm -hmm. strengthen my spirit. Yeah. Wow. That, 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 I think that's it right there. Fasting. We're starving our flesh to strengthen our spirit. I think... Wow, that's I feel like that's anything we can something we can do daily too. Even if that's fighting the urge, I know for me, like, oh, I want to watch a show while I eat. Maybe I should watch some, a sermon. Like that's like it before, like the, as the first thing I do in the morning. So if I'm gonna eat as, instead of watching a show, let me at least set a goal to like watch a sermon. Or before I even get up to even eat, because that's starting my flesh. Let me sit and read my word, do my devotion, then go <laughs> and eat. Instead of waking up and be like, okay, breakfast like right away. You know what I mean? So I definitely think that. That is such good advice to starve our flesh so we can feed our spirit. So this yeah. has been such an amazing conversation. So before I let you go, you might know I feel like for you, your day is just getting started. And over here, it's oh like 9.28. <laughs> I know it's like yeah. 3.28 over here. 
That is so crazy. No, but I mean, because you're literally in Honolulu after like listening to or after hearing God's voice of so anyone. I feel like anyone who could talk about this topic, like you're like living it every day, listening and like you've been through it. A huge experience that is that like helped you go like a tra- traumatic in a way, like going through being a part of this um, organization that's held on a pedestal and everything to having to sit back and be like, okay, what do I do now after? I think this would definitely help a lot of people who might be going through that same dilemma right now if they're thinking about joining a sorority or just being in being in an organization in general. You know what I mean? And just thinking about or thinking about what you're devoting your time to. Time to. Yeah. Like, who is your God, right? Who are you exactly. giving your time to? Seeking the Lord's face before making these decisions. That's what he wants from us. He wants us to look, it's like Isaiah 31, woe to the children, to the rebellious children. Who execute a plan but not mine and make alliance but not of my spirit in order to add some sin. Do not try to make plans and and then ask the Lord to bless them. Yeah, yeah. Ask the Lord yeah. what the plans is. And then and yeah. he'll share with you. And sometimes though, you know, many are the plans of man, but the Lord directs his steps. Yeah. Sometimes we do make plans and we think that it's the Lord, but he will direct his steps because the way that I thought the sorority was gonna go and the way that it actually is. The, the Lord was right. I, everything did change with me. There's no Delta Sigma Theta is not an organization, yeah. a live organization on my campus. It's because it was not of the Lord. So therefore, there was a lot of people worshiping the wrong God. And yeah. so the Lord had to ex on that because he said, that's not how it's going. And you, you're my child. You devote my, your time to me. Now I'm going to show you what it is about the organization, why this can't continue. He shut that whole thing down. I'm free. I got back. I graduated. So I clearly. Yeah, I know. So guys, yeah. Um, so she wasn't suspended forever. She graduated. I graduated. <laughs> I also denounced my letters because the Lord showed me that, 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 that where he said to me, where I'm taking you, they cannot get any credit. So yeah. I can't be out here representing these letters that worship a God. And this is the God that I serve. Yeah. You can't serve two gods yeah you can't serve to god so yeah. and, and i'm okay with that you know and, and there's no shade to anybody else who's still in the organization yeah but that was my conviction and that was how the lord spoke to me and i pray that the lord speaks to everybody in that same way but that's only if you want the lord to speak to you yeah exactly. you have to seek his face and there he will find he will start to show himself to you when you start to seek him yeah um, but if you're not seeking him then he won't he won't be, he won't be found by you exactly god is a gentle god he's a gentle god he's not yeah. gonna knock us out um you know and be like follow me you know yeah like <laughs> you know he, he's definitely gonna give you some signs you're gonna find yourself in pits and you're gonna yeah. be like how did i get here yeah and just understand that you you put yourself there or the lord was leading you there to show you something yeah so yeah it's, it's wow. a beautiful journey yeah and, and your story yeah your story is so inspiring like especially talking about a topic as big as like stories and just organization and just being so vocal. I remember the first time I've heard this story, a little bit of it before, but I remember the first time you told me, I was like, oh, you don't have to say your, your organization. I'm, I'm okay. You know, Cause a lot of people will just, you know, about you like, oh, you said it probably. And I was like, oh, okay. Wow. So she really is like, because, but I think it's also comes from, you know, who like your protectors, you know, you know what I mean? So you're not afraid of any, of anything or anybody, you know what I mean? Or any, any man, right? any man yeah you know and i think for me i would love like, like, yeah <laughs> exactly exactly so the fact that you're so but also proud to share your story is so amazing and it just it's a testament to what happens when we listen to god's voice instead of listening to the million voices around us when we take a minute to pause in our situation and listen to what god has to say 
how many people are influenced and how many people opportunities were, were given after we let the thing go that he's been trying to get from us. Yeah. So, yeah, this has been amazing. Do you have any last words to share before I will let you go slash stop recording? Um, <laughs> I, last thing to share. Um, uh, listen, trust God. Like we say that we trust God, but when we start to show it in our sacrifice, yeah. with being a censor, understand what it is to be a censor, to be chosen, to be um, equipped with the word of God, to be obedient. So doing it now, that end yeah. now, yeah. Um, that S stands for surrender and sacrifice. And I think that's where a lot of us fall short. Yeah, 100%. Sacrifice. Whatever the Lord is asking you to sacrifice, know that he is the Alpha and Omega. The oh, beginning yeah. and the end, he is the sovereign God that we serve. That means he knows your entire story. Mm. So when he asks you to do something, do it, yeah. and you don't want to do it because you think that you know better. Yeah. Think about it one more time. Remember how sovereign he is. Remember yeah. he knows what's going to happen next. He yeah. knows if you don't give this person up that they're probably going to go out and do something that is not... Um, respectful or honoring to you or to your family or to whatever right yeah understand that when your parents tell you not to do something there's a reason because they know yeah, they know yeah exactly. and so even just in that and, and again a gentle god we serve yeah the voice will be gentle yeah he's not gonna he's not gonna fight you in your sleep because if anybody's fighting you it's the enemy <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> So obedience to him, obedience over sacrifice. Yeah. It's better to obey than to get far down the line and have to give it all up. Yeah. Wow. Say that. That is so true. I feel it, it hurts more when you do it that way. It hurts more. It hurts more. I would rather go the obedience route. Just do, yeah. just do what you're supposed to do the first time so that we yeah. can deep in there and he'd be like, let me get you yeah. out of here real quick. And you're it's hurting. Awesome. He doesn't want these. He doesn't want us to be like horses, controlled by yeah. bit and brittle. And by bit and brittle, he means um, by discipline and punishment. He doesn't want us to be controlled. God wants us to, to lead us in love and wisdom. Yeah. And the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Yeah. Knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. When you know who God is, you understand why you should listen to him. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Well, this is so amazing. Thank you so much for even taking the time out to do this. I appreciate it. For everyone listening and watching, we're so thankful. We hope that you're blessed by this word. Like I was, I was so, I needed this conversation after <laughs> today. I'm so thankful for anyone who is new to watching and listening. Feel free to subscribe and like and comment and share. And yeah, we're so thankful for you guys. And thanks for watching. See you next week with a, <laughs> with a new episode.